I'm Paul Wagner. Join me as I dig deep into the mysterious case of the Potomac River Rapist. Listen to Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's award-winning American Nightmare podcast series, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Students from a field trip. And in Maryland, two crashes only minutes apart involving school buses in one area county. I'm Mike Marilla. Several people are hurt after two crashes involving school buses in Charles County. I'm Mike Marilla. Thanks for listening. It's 12 midnight. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Tom Foti in Washington. Just ahead of a Friday court deadline to seal the deal and avoid a trial, Elon Musk is now in control of Twitter. And several of the company's major officials are reported out. Ian Shore of technology site CNET. It has been one of the weirdest purchases I have ever seen of any company. And a lot of what you would expect to have happen. The natural conversations between an acquirer and the company that he's acquiring, or even industry conversation about what it all means, all of that's been up in the air and completely different from what anything I've ever seen before. Musk just now confirms on Twitter his takeover is complete, tweeting that the bird is freed. CBS News learns of new developments in the 2021 Capitol riot investigation. The House Select Committee probing the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol is planning to interview key Secret Service officials in the coming weeks. Among them, former Secret Service Assistant Director Tony Ornato, now retired, and Robert Engel, former President Trump's lead Secret Service agent on January 6th, plus Kimberly Cheadle, the current Secret Service Director. CBS's Nicole Skangle. There are still signs of employment and advertising cutbacks, but the nation's economy did reverse a bit in the third quarter of the year. Correspondent Skylar Henry. New data showed the country's GDP grew at an annual rate of 2.6% from July to September. This after two straight quarters of contraction. Democrats hope voters see the improvement. Well, economic growth is up. The price of inflation is down. Real incomes are, on, going, are up. Republicans say it's too little, too late for the party in charge. In Broken Arrow, Oklahoma, eight people are dead in a house fire that police consider more than a little suspicious. Reporting officers on scene uh, confirmed that they are uh, investigating a homicide. There are strange findings as water levels drop in an important southwestern water source, a reservoir formed by the Hoover Dam. More human remains have been found at drought-stricken Lake Mead outside Las Vegas. Divers found a bone that was determined to be part of a human skeleton. The discovery marked at least the sixth time since early May that remains identified as human have been found as the lake shrinks and shoreline recedes because of a record drought. Jim Krasula, CBS News. Overseas, Ukrainian forces now reportedly attacking Russia's hold on the southern city of Kherson as fighting also intensifies in the country's east. And it has become somewhat routine of late. South Korea reporting yet another North Korean missile launch, this time reportedly two short-range ballistic missiles fired toward eastern waters. This is CBS News. have a good job and a house and a car to save my kids places every time we vote we're not just casting a ballot we're helping to cast their future know the candidates know the issues wtop news washington's election station melissa from michigan i work an extra part-time job serving lunch at my child's school but i still can't afford to put food on our table daniel from california Choosing whether to pay the rent or pay to fix the car to get to work doesn't leave us with much at all. 
Now we can't even pay for meals. Hunger is a story we can end. End it at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. WTOP at 1203. Friday morning, October 28th, 2022. Welcome in. Fair, colder this overnight early morning. Lows in the 30s and 40s parts of the region by daybreak. We're at 47 in our nation's capital right now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. We do indeed thank you for taking us along for your Friday morning ride, topping the local stories we're following for you at this midnight hour on TOP. A DC school bus driver is charged this morning with driving while intoxicated and endangering students on his bus. Fairfax County Police say it all happened to students from Merch Elementary were being bused back to school after a field trip they had taken to a pumpkin patch in Centerville. Police say the driver at the time veered off the road and blew a tire before staff then convinced him to pull over. A spokesperson with Fairfax County Police says this morning the school bus was carrying at that time 44 children and four staff members. Troy Reynolds, 48, of Oxon Hill, Maryland, drove the bus that went off the road. The officers who responded quickly realized that Reynolds smelled of alcohol. Reynolds was arrested for driving while intoxicated and transported to the Fairfax County Adult Detention Center. Police say this morning the driver's blood alcohol level at the time was more than two times the legal limit. Reynolds has a prior DUI and was cited for not having a valid commercial driver's license. Police also apparently cited two additional bus drivers at the scene for not having valid commercial driver's licenses. WTOP at 12.05. In the meantime, several people were hurt during two separate crashes involving school buses locally in Charles County. It was shortly after 2 when a bus with students from Robert D. Steedham Educational Center was involved in a crash at the intersection of Marshall Corner Road and Crane Highway in White Plains. The Charles County Sheriff's Office says several people in the cars had serious injuries. The county school system says seven students and a bus driver were evaluated at the hospital, but they were not hurt. Then just over a half hour later, a second bus was in a crash with two cars on US 301 in Waldorf. Some of the students from Thomas Stone High School reported minor injuries. Right now, what led to both crashes is still under investigation. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. WTOP News Time, 12.06 Friday morning. It looks like THC gummies are to blame for this. We're making seven students sick locally at Fairfax County Middle School. It happened at Liberty Middle, we're told, in Clifton. THC is, to remind you, the psychoactive compound in marijuana. In a letter to parents this week, the principal says the students' symptoms included, at the time, vomiting, dizziness, and slurred speech. Three students were taken to hospitals for treatment. The rest were treated at school or sent home. Police determined no crime was committed, but the school may take disciplinary action. The principal says the incident will be used as a teachable moment for students to stress the importance of making good choices. There's a delay in when the proposed policies for transgender students in Virginia will go into effect. Those changes were supposed to be effective as of today, but now the state says the effective date has been pushed back to at least November 26th. Spokesman telling WTOP this week the policies will not be the final, will not be final, that is, until a review is complete and the state superintendent approves that final version. Under these new guidelines, students who want to be addressed at school by a name or pronoun that differs from their official record would have to get permission directly from their parents first. It's 12.07 on WTOP. People who shop at Diamonds Direct for diamonds and engagement rings can't believe the prices. They blew everybody else out of the water. I saved between $1,500 and $2,000. Came here first, got a really good price, went around everywhere else, and it wasn't really even close. I looked online, I'd actually shopped a couple of local stores. They could not begin to touch the size, the quality, or the pricing. Crazy the deal that we got. Couldn't believe I was able to get into a ring like this. Of all the places that I visited, everybody from mom and pop shops to wholesalers to local franchisees, nobody could compete from a pricing standpoint. 
standpoint with Diamonds Direct. It's because Diamonds Direct is a true direct diamond importer with special access to the world's most exquisite diamonds. No middleman markups and a commitment to beat any price, anywhere, anytime. Whether it be duty-free in the Caribbean or other countries, Diamonds Direct prices have beaten everything I've looked at. At least 20% lower than what we had been looking at at other schools. They blew everybody else out of the water. Get the engagement ring of her dreams at the price you deserve. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. DiamondsDirect.com. You're with WTOP. Back Dean Lane. It's Friday, October 28th. Welcome into WTOP at 12.08. Glad you're with Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off a train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the eights and when it breaks. Good morning to Rich Hunter with us in the WTOP Traffic Center. All right, if you're traveling on the outer loop of the Beltway, it is very slow coming around from River Road, headed toward the American Legion Bridge, and it continues all the way through the end of the works and just after the bridge for Georgetown Pike, eventually down to one single lane to the left through that work zone. Now, be aware, you definitely want to, as, as much as you can, leave the shoulders free and clear. Did see... Uh, one emergency vehicle going through the delay there. I'm not sure if something has occurred within that work zone, but please be careful and leave those shoulders open for emergency responders in case there is something else in front of you. Now, once you clear that work zone, and again, that's going to be the lengthy part of it, there's a second work zone on the outer loop of the Beltway now. The ramp to go west on I-66, exit 49, closed by the work zone. Posted detour will take you up to Route 50 as a result. Interloop between Arlington Boulevard and I-66, single file right to the work zone. And then on the interloop between the Dulles Toll Road and Georgetown Pike, two right lanes get you by there at that work zone. Now on I-295 northbound as you approach and pass Laboratory Road, single left lane through the work zone, second work zone northbound on I-295 near Suitland Parkway, also down to a single left lane. Then on DC-295 as you approach and pass Eastern Avenue, headed up toward US-50, eventually down to one single lane to the right through that construction. I-295 South near Suitland Parkway, again, exit 4, still getting by that work zone, single file to the right. 95 South in Virginia, as you head south of 123 toward the Prince William Parkway, single file left through the construction, slow there as a result. And then further south, as you get into Fredericksburg, before U.S. 17 Falmouth, work zone blocks the left lane to 3 in the through lanes. Visit Fitzmall.com to find a safe used car. Fitzgerald has hundreds of cars, trucks, and SUVs. Next to a new car, Fitzway used car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com today. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4 tracking the next couple of days for you. Coming after a beautiful Thursday. High temperature of 67. Plenty of sunshine on Thursday. Not on Friday, though. Our Friday. Uh, not exactly fantastic. We'll see plenty of cloud cover. High temperatures only in the mid to upper 50s. So a very cool day after what will be a chilly start. Saturday, more of the same. A chilly start. High, highs in the upper 50s to low 60s. Clouds early. Some sun late in some areas. And then on Sunday, more clouds on the increase with a high of 62. I'm Storm Team 4. Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. We're at 53 in Hyattsville. 46 in Fredericksburg, Virginia. 56 east in Maryland. We are at 49 now in our nation's capital. This check midnight hour Friday morning, October 28th, brought to you this time around by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. The Invasion of Ukraine. Live updates 24-7, 365. Washington's top news, 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. The very latest coming to you in moments this midnight hour on WTOP. COVID-19 moves fast, and now you can too. If you feel symptoms, even if they're mild, you should test fast. 
test positive, and at high risk for severe COVID-19? Then act fast with authorized oral treatments that can be taken at home and must be taken within five days from when symptoms begin. COVID-19 moves fast, and now you can too by asking your healthcare provider if an oral treatment is right for you. Learn about a treatment option at TreatCV19.com. This message is sponsored by Pfizer. This is WTOP News. WTOP News time twelve twelve. Good morning, welcome in. Glad you're with us Friday morning. Out of the war in Ukraine, Russian President Vladimir Putin continuing this week to push the narrative that Ukraine is preparing to use a dirty bomb. He says the UN's atomic agency should inspect Ukraine's nuclear sites as fast as possible. There is no evidence that Ukraine is planning anything like this. The military officials there and in other countries think Russia's actually planning to do it as a false flag operation. This morning, WTOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green with the latest. A dirty bomb is a conventional bomb laced with radioactive biological or chemical materials which are spread in an explosion. Putin claims that Kiev is planning to use one and doing, in his words, everything to cover up traces of preparation. He had given his defense minister, Sergei Shoigu, the order to call all of his colleagues and inform them of the plan. Shoigu called Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin on Sunday, and over the past week he repeated those allegations in calls with numerous other counterparts, including those from France, the UK, China, and India. Most of them recognize that it's disinformation because there is some credible, or rather incredible, technology watching this situation very carefully from the sky, satellites, etc. Bottom line, according to Western intelligence sources, Putin is flailing but trying to deflect criticism at home and abroad by blaming Ukraine for doing or planning to do something like this. But it doesn't appear to be working. Let's stay with the discussion of nuclear weapons, J.J. Putin seemed to backtrack on threats he's made to use nukes. Uh, where exactly does he stand to the extent that we can even tell with this particular leader? That's a very good point, Dimitri. It is not easy to figure out where he stands in part because this is disinformation again. This is what he said from the very beginning. One thing one day and one thing another day and they never seem to line up. This is playbook. This is textbook Russian disinformation and information warfare to keep the opponent off guard. And you might pay close attention to this because in a few days someone from the Russian government might again trot out this talking point about using nuclear weapons. It's all designed to do three things. One, to make the Ukrainians afraid, to keep the West guessing about what Russia is going to do and to assure essentially the world that Russia does have nuclear weapons and they might just use them at some point of their choosing. For the very latest of the war between Russia and Ukraine, WTLP's own national security correspondent J.J. Green talking with Hillary Dimitri. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTLP.com. The WTOP app is your one touch for news, traffic, and weather information on the go. And it's Apple CarPlay and Android Auto enabled. Listen seamlessly from your car to your home and back again. Download the WTOP app and choose it in your car's display to listen live to WTOP on Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. Brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union, where members are the mission. Visit NavyFederal.org, insured by NCUA. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. 
Technology decisions aren't black and white. Good Friday morning, red. October 28th, 2022. Welcome into WTOP. 12-15 at Rob's first hit in the midnight hour force. The Capitals' two-game win streak ended with a 2-0 loss in Dallas in the second leg of their road trip. Now, the stats say it was a pretty even game, Coach Peter Laviolette, but what happened on the ice? They were aggressive. They pressed out quite a bit and pushed on us and made it a little bit more difficult. You know, you get some looks again. You're firing pucks in there and you're looking for redirects and tips and rebounds and it doesn't drop for you tonight. Virginia Tech was a heavy underdog at NC State, but ended up blowing an 18-point lead in a 22-21 loss to the 24th-ranked Wolfpack, the Hokies' fifth straight defeat. The Baltimore Ravens returned to the side of their first Super Bowl victory and beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 27-22, with Lamar Jackson outdueling Tom Brady to improve to 5-3 and three on the season. Speaking of quarterbacks, the Washington Commanders are getting ready for the unknown in Indianapolis Sunday. Facing Sam Ellinger in the first regular season starts for the kid. Who is he, Ron Rivera? Young guy, got a terrific arm, very headsy, smart player. He's got a good feel for the game. When you watch his preseason stuff, you watch some of the stuff back from college. I went back and looked at the reports on him. This is a guy that has a good sense and feel for running the RPOs. He also has a really good feel for as a runner himself. But why does George Wallace say? I think with Ellinger playing in this game, it takes Washington's chances of winning down. We delve into that and whether Carson Wentz is permanently done as Washington's quarterback in this week's D.C. Sports Huddle on WTOP.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. Hey, Rob, as always, 1217 on WTOP. Well, the top stories we're following for you this Friday morning on TOP in the Midnight Hour. Billionaire Elon Musk has officially taken control of Twitter, CNBC's David Faber was first to report the news. The Washington Post reports Musk fired several top Twitter execs. A judge had given Musk until later today to buy the company for 44 billion bucks or head to trial. Optimism from President Joe Biden this week that the student loan forgiveness program will be upheld in the courts. The House Select Committee investigating the January 6th attack on the Capitol is planning to interview again key Secret Service officials and agents in the coming weeks. That's what two sources briefed on the ongoing investigation are telling CBS News this morning. The committee will apparently bring back former Secret Service Assistant Director Tony Ornato, who is now retired, and Robert Engel, former President Trump's lead Secret Service agent on January 6th. Stay with WTOP for more on these developing stories in just minutes. The Potomac River is the main drinking water supply in the area, and WTOP learns the stream flow is now so low it requires daily drought monitoring. When the flow of the Potomac River dips below 2,000 cubic feet per second at Point of Rocks, Maryland, that triggers daily drought monitoring, and that monitoring has been going on since Sunday. We're not yet at a level where we're risking not meeting water demands. Sherry Schultz with the Interstate Commission on the the Potomac River Basin coordinates how the three local water suppliers share the Potomac. She says there are three reservoirs upstream that could be released if the Potomac's flow gets too low. The last time we made releases was 2010. But she says the monitoring helps to maintain the reliability of the water system. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. WTLP at 1218. Rich Hunters in the WTLP Traffic Center. All right, traveling on the Beltway again. The heaviest volume remains on the outer loop uh, just after River Roads, where the work zone begins and extends all the way to a point just beyond the bridge for Georgetown Pike. Eventually down to one single lane to left through the work zone. You do have access to the ramp to go to the GW Parkway in Georgetown Pike, but again, it is very slow. Delays actually eased a little bit, but again, it's going to cost you some extra time there. So if you're going to commit to it, definitely allow for that. 
Inner loop, they are working between uh, Arlington Boulevard and I-66 single right lane gets you by. And then between the toll road and Georgetown Pike on the inner loop, two right lanes past the work zone. Delays there have been brief. Now, outer loop of the Bellway, the additional work, closing the ramp to go west on I-66 exit 49 as a result of construction. And again, you're diverted to Route 50 Arlington Boulevard as a result. 66 westbound between Nutley Street and 123 down to a single lane uh, to the uh, left getting by that work zone. And then further west between the Fairfax County Parkway and 29 and Centerville, single left lanes for the construction there. Keep in mind the exit that goes south on 28 closed as part of that work. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Well, your Friday starting off on a cool note. Temperatures in the upper 30s to low 40s by sunrise. Now as we make our way through the afternoon, temperatures only getting into the mid to upper 50s. And unlike our Thursday, well, we'll see plenty of clouds. Those clouds moving back in and increasing during the day. Highs only around 59 in the city. On Saturday, clouds early but sun late. Highs in the upper 50s to low 60s. Sunday, we'll see clouds on the increase once again with highs upper 50s to low 60s. And on Monday, Halloween, tracking a pretty good chance for showers. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. We're at 52 degrees in Reston, 53 in Bethesda, 49 in Woodbridge, 49 in our nation's capital. Midnight hour Friday morning. October 28th. Welcome in. Glad you're with us this early morning. This latest check brought to you by New Look Home Design. The roofing experts call 1-800-279-5300. That's 1-800-279-5300 for newlookhomedesign.com. Check them out. WTOP at 1220 coming up next. Latest on that new COVID booster. Get on board. The water is open. It's time to go boating and fishing and leave stress in our wake. Feel the wind as we ride and a fish on the line. Reel in our first catch and feel the sun at our backs. It's get out on the water season. It's time to get on board. Find out where to get on board near you. Visit Take Me Fishing and Discover Boating to learn more. And please recreate responsibly. Get on board. Get on board. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. This is WTOP News. Good Friday morning. Welcome into WTOP. Time now is 1221. The Biden administration now urging all Americans to roll up their sleeves and get that new COVID booster shot before Thanksgiving. President got his earlier this week. But apparently two small early studies published this week indicate that this new Omicron booster may not offer any better protection than the original. The separate studies were done by scientists at Columbia and Harvard universities and neither has been peer-reviewed. This morning, CBS News medical contributor, Dr. David Agus, with more for us. No matter what the booster, getting a booster dramatically increases immunity. So if you are uh, five or six months out, you need a booster period. The new boosters, what they do is they have a broader immunity because it's a different spike protein. It's that of Omicron, BA4 and BA5. These studies looked at antibody response, which is a small component of response. It's not the T cell response. The T cells are the dominant way we protect against them. So while these studies are a piece of data, I would take them of that as a piece of data. I think what's really important is that we have immunity at a high level, which the booster will do, and that it's broader immunity, which this booster will do. I am still dramatically in favor of getting this new booster. Are you concerned that these two small studies will further impact people not to get boosted? 
Yes, yes, and yes, um, unfortunately, is that there's a notion here, well, I already had COVID, therefore I don't need a booster. There's a notion, I had a booster a long time ago, I don't need another one. And there's COVID fatigue, and you couple that with, again, these kind of studies that are non-peer-reviewed, that are a tiny piece of the puzzle, and don't reflect the big picture. We need to step up as a country. We as a country are the one of the lowest in developed countries around the world in terms of getting a booster. And I think that's important. As we go into the fall with Influenza happening, RSV happening in children, lots of people being hospitalized. We need to keep COVID hospitalization and serious illnesses down, and the way we do that is through this booster. BA5 is still the dominant Omicron strain here in the U.S., as we understand, but other variants are spreading overseas. They're starting to show up here, too, New York, among other cities. What are you learning about those? Everything you got to blame on New York, right? That's the root of all <laughs> no, the certainly not. That's my homeland. It's tempting <laughs> sometimes. So, yeah, I mean, there's a derivative, a, a Subvariant, if you will, of BA5 that is starting to go up, and it's about 15% of cases in this country. And then there's some other Omicron variants. And we're going to see this wave of different variants happening over the next several months. And as we move indoors, as the temperatures go down, it makes it easier for this virus to spread. And we're certainly worried about increase of number of cases. Pediatric ICUs are full from influenza and RSV. And emergency rooms now have significant weights. If we add on that, these new variants in COVID, there's going to be major issues in the country. We need to be able to live with it, get these vaccines. Are you worried? Because people are so over this. They're really depressed. Yeah, I mean, listen, I'm not worried. We're not going to shut down. But I am worried that I don't want people to get seriously ill. And so uh, when you get seriously ill and hospitals are full, no cancer surgery, no heart surgery, et cetera. And we obviously don't want that. So we all have to step up and think of a community. We're not just us. It's our whole community. If we get these boosters, we don't get ill. We don't take up a hospital bed. Things do better. The latest on the new coronavirus a vaccine that was CBS News medical contributor, Dr. David Agus, talking there with Dimitri and Hillary. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. <music> the time now is 1225. Good morning to you. Money News. We bring you each half hour at 25 and 55. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Get ready for a tech wreck. Disappointing quarterly results from Amazon, Apple, and Intel may be setting the stage for a rough day on Wall Street after a poor showing from Facebook parent Meta Platforms weighed on the market yesterday. The tech-heavy Nasdaq fell more than 1.5%. Amazon is forecasting a bleak Christmas season as consumers cut back in the face of economic uncertainty. Although third-quarter sales were up 15% from last year, they fell short of expectations. Analysts were hoping that Apple's legions of loyal fans would help it to power through tough economic times. They did not. iPhone and services sales were weaker than expected, even as its overall sales topped forecasts. Slumping demand for personal computers blamed for a quarterly sales shortfall at Intel. It promises to take steps to reduce expenses, but gave no details. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. Hi, I'm Mandy Moore. We can do great things when we stand together. With support from American Airlines, Stand Up to Cancer is closer than ever before to achieving its mission to make every cancer patient into a long-term survivor. Through this incredible collaboration, we are pushing cancer research to new heights. Doctors and scientists, team members, Patients and their families all working and standing up to move progress forward. The fight against cancer never stops. Thankfully, new and promising treatments can help save lives now. 
flight is prepared for takeoff. So get on board and join this mission.